baseball season and you want to talk about weed it's amazing that's quite the topics on the docket let's go all right good reply so rob manfred right he comes out he says 100 percent chance we're gonna have baseball this season you and i both believe they're going to play baseball i think it's interesting though that manfred would say this because what does he know i mean he represents what the owners are saying but what does he know that that's 100 percent? and if i'm an owner i'm kind of pissed off he said that because and I got a little less leverage with the players' union. I just don't trust Manfred at all uh, handling any of this. And at the end, he's, he really is um, more of an, what, an arbiter here. He's, he's, he doesn't really have any say as to whether or not there will be a game. I do like that he's confident, but what else is he supposed to say? Uh, I just don't trust Manfred because of his involvement with the um, whole – uh, Mitchell report and everything, and he handled the steroid era so poorly, although we blame Selig mostly for that. And then Manfred with the juice baseballs and the way that he handled all that. I, 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 and then the stupid rules that he puts in. I, I, just, I just don't trust the guy with, with anything. I know you don't. I just don't understand uh, how he could be 100% sure they're going to play. Unless... He's getting the pulse from the owners that they want to play 100% and they're going to get this done. I still think the owners are going to cave at some point in time. They could still make a profit if they're going. Did you hear what DeWitt said from the Cardinals, the Cardinals owner, where, you know, it's not that profitable? Give me a break. This is so stupid. They, you're in business to own a baseball team for two reasons. A, your ego, and B, to make money. These teams don't lose money, especially not the St. Louis Cardinals. Um. Again, even if it's not that profitable, it's, it's an investment in the future of the game. And I, I think that that's the most important takeaway here. And, and I feel like that's something that's not really being addressed in all of this by anybody but schleps like you and me. Can you say schlep? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know where you learned schlep. Do you even know what that means? Um, it's you're that, a bum. Uh, it means you're a bum. Yeah, it, well, there was that old cartoon character my father used to call me it growing up schlep rock yeah schlep from the peanuts yeah he's the guy that always hung his head loved schlep lock that's the guy that i uh, associate with the most (laughs) (laughs) are you done with manfred you want to talk weed why did you want to talk weed uh i just you and i had a discussion when we were the best baseball podcast okay and um our our talk centered around marijuana and baseball and how ball players on the 40-man roster even though it wasn't talked about are not tested however if they're not on the 40-man roster they are tested and then we saw a guy like John Singleton who ended up 
um, getting three suspensions. I believe they were all for marijuana. He may have also had a PED suspension in there, but um, he had suspensions for marijuana and ended up out of baseball because of his suspensions. Uh, I'm going to have to look up whether or not any of the suspensions that led to him being out of baseball were because of marijuana, but he was uh, definitely suspended for marijuana several times, and now he's out of baseball. And a funny story on that, um, I sent a buddy of mine who's a ball player uh, a text, and I'm like, once all once marijuana became legal in baseball across the board, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, how pissed do you think Singleton is? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, he doesn't fucking care. He got a ten million dollar contract, and now he doesn't have to work. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. Yeah, he was a he's quite the bust though. Yeah, and that's but, why. So real quick with the Astros before we get back to the weeds. So with the Astros, I remember watching him when they came to play the Nats in interleague game. The Astros did, but it wasn't just him. Who was the other? Wasn't there AJ Reed? Do you remember AJ Reed? Uh, vaguely. I feel like he was their first base. They had a couple of prospects then that just didn't pan out. But obviously, every everybody else that they chose ended up just hitting, hitting spot on. I mean, they were amazing. So. Yeah, and so most of the guys they drafted hit, and even guys who they drafted and traded hit. Um, it's these guys they got on the outside. I think Singleton was part of the, I want to say the Oswald trade with the Phillies. Um, maybe maybe even the Lidge trade. God, I can't remember if it was that far back. But um, the, the fact of the matter is we were talking about players – on the 40-man uh, not being subjected to that testing, and it was never talked about in baseball. Fans didn't really know that. Um, but if you weren't on the 40-man, you are subjected to that. And that means guys who were on the 40-man, and then the next day maybe they're not on the 40-man, were still getting tested and still popping positive, which is an unfortunate circumstance because players have been suspended for this. And I've said many times, Never use marijuana. Not my thing. I don't like smoke. Uh, I like beer. But I think marijuana is far safer than alcohol. I I don't think it's as uh, detrimental to your health. And I I don't generally don't think it's as detrimental to families and to uh, drivers, any of this. And here you have baseball players who were suspended, who lost out on pay, who potentially even lost out on their career for using something so stupid and now baseball finally caved and they did right by the players and all of them are allowed to use weed and uh, this is something that it it goes really far back for me of course it was banned in the United States in like the 90s but look at a guy like Lenny Dykstra who um, hopefully we can get on at some point but he had all kinds of problems Uh, and a lot of it stems from his abuse of opiates and the guy's just really messed up and you got a guy like um gronk in the nfl who retired because of the pain that he was having and um he uh advocated heavily for the use of cbd products and medical marijuana as an alternative for pain treatment saying that he's completely pain free and just one month after the nfl ends the suspension for positive thc tests gronk comes back to the nfl yeah, I think that's one reason he probably didn't like Belichick. Um, but one more thing, because he talked about Singleton. I guess there is an NFL equivalent. The guy's name is Josh Gordon. And he just that's kept shame, getting man. smoked weed, smoked weed, smoked weed. And then they kicked him out of the league for like the eighth time. 
but now it's legal. I mean, they passed it too, so you got to let these guys back in the league. Uh, you just have to. Can, do, do you? Or like, is it like anything else where if you're grandfathered in for a good thing or a bad thing, whatever, like ball players who um, were called up were still, or excuse me, who were called up at a time when dip was legal in baseball were still allowed to dip. They were grandfathered into the, mm-hmm. um, the rule. But um, if you're suspended for marijuana, uh, does your suspension... Uh, is that also grandfathered, even though it's a, a negative thing? Just if it's legal now, why not just let them in? Okay, you got busted when you're doing it, but now it's legal, so don't worry about it. I, I don't see what the big debate would be there. So, do you feel differently about that? I just I don't understand the logic where you wouldn't let them back in. The only logic I have is it, it could be potentially grandfathered. The, the suspensions, I, I I don't think it's right. I don't mm-hmm. think it should have been um, banned in the first place. And as I've said many times, I, I just don't think it's that dangerous. I've been around my friends when they're high, and they're just goofy. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody that went off on weed either. But um, that's interesting. That's interesting that you'd bring up that side of the argument. I guess it's something I didn't think about. I just I wouldn't agree with it. If it's legal now and these guys got kicked out because of it, just bring them back in. And the other thing was a little – there's a guy that's a little bit older than us – um, older than you, I should say. And he, he retired and he's not a weed smoker either. He's like, he tried it one time. It just wasn't for him. And that was that. But the interesting thing was because, you know, guys like me, whether it be in their mid to late thirties and guys that are in their forties, obviously they're not the big pot smokers, but the guys that are in the game now, the, especially the guys in their twenties, it's almost like that is the preferred method of chilling out now they'll they'll smoke weed and they'll drink a little bit too but it used to be you pop six pack right pop six pack you go drink that you hang out with your buddies in the clubhouse now maybe it's just get the hell out of the clubhouse smoke a joint with your friend and go back go to sleep actually sounds like a great day for a baseball player is hold on i'm sorry are you getting that feedback on my computer it keeps beeping no your your computer is beeping yeah it's it's fine this computer has been causing me problems like crazy as you well know you need and uh it's it's probably time to um you, you may have uh, convinced me on um switching to the uh what what is it you pushing, pushing just just switch to a macbook so it's just time just do it i um i want to bring going circling back to the uh, marijuana things a lot of a lot of ball players have um these tues which we don't talk about either i i guess it's a little better known now than when we originally talked about the um, weed stuff, Uh, and TUE is a therapeutic use exemption, and they exist for um, all kinds of things, uh, whether it's testosterone replacement, um, ADD medication, Adderall, Vivance, uh, which is a slow release, which is weird because um, still major league ballplayers can get, I I believe this is still the case, major league ballplayers can get the um, Adderall uh, prescription, but the minor league guys can only get the slow, re- slow release version, which is a uh, Vivance. And then, um, it also exists for things like HGH for guys who need it. And, um, I got this story from a friend of mine who was playing the major league games or excuse me, the minor leagues. And he said, uh, he said, I can't sleep if I don't smoke after games. I take Adderall and Vivance. So mm-hmm. after games, I'm so wound up. I'll stay up until like six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And uh, day games after night games, I'll stay up. I I just won't go to bed at all. And uh, he's like, instead, I'll just read, go over hitting, 
pitcher biomechanics, swing, uh, neurology of hitters and other athletes. And forgive me, I'm stammering because I'm reading. And um, uh, all kinds of shit that would just keep them occupied until it was 9 a.m. and time to roll to the field. And these guys were just legitimately not sleeping because they had no no way to come down from that um, uh, uh, legal yeah, meth. <laughs> they're tweaking, but they're, I mean, that's not healthy either. You know what I'm saying? That's really not healthy because now you're taking drugs to pop you up and then now you're smoking some Indica. You're trying to chill out and go to sleep. So I don't know. That, that seems a little counterproductive too if you're just mixing all that shit together. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, um, again, it, it's not like you're taking an upper and then a downer they're not mm-hmm. it's not a pill I, I just don't think it's the same thing but um what do i know i i've never taken either of them oh no i took adderall one time and uh i ended up in the middle of the susquehanna river so uh, wow yeah. that story needs to be told let's go no i i'm not telling that on the radio why not <laughs> you, oh, you just brought it up all right you don't have to tell me but you I'll took t- maybe another time let me th- let me think about it it's it's not it's not not a okay shining, here's my not adderall a shining thing. moment <laughs> i did adderall too uh one time and i don't remember how i got there but i dr- i was three miles so i went from i was at university of kansas I had a three mile drive to my apartment from campus and I don't remember getting into my car. The first thing I just remember, I remember sitting in my car saying, how the fuck did I get home? I, I don't even, and I have never touched that stuff again. Oh, that's, for me. that's frightening, man. I just completely blacked out. I had no idea how I got home. I had no idea how I got my, my uh, parking spot. I just sat there and I go, I got to get my house, man. This is enough already. And then I probably did smoke a joint. So, now that it's going to be so prevalent throughout baseball, uh-huh. and um, I mean, think about it. You're going to have eventually, because uh, this is the first year that it's legal across all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have guys who just came through the system doing it and, and everything, and um, eventually they'll be the veterans and the best best players in the league and stuff. And I, I, I would think even... Younger guys who kind of stayed away from it would be more inclined to try that if they're with their uh, their star teammates and passing around. Uh, Major League Baseball is going to be um, a bunch of potheads. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that, but they're pro- it might be. You would think the NBA and the NFL are the stoner leagues too. I just think all the sports except for hockey are just stoner leagues now. Yeah, hockey's, hockey's still a bunch of drunks. Yeah, they love, I mean, yeah, they love it. Although, who knows when that's going to change. But you just brought up a really interesting point because the NFL passed it too. They're not going to suspend guys for it. I don't think the NBA it. ever did. No, they, even in, and even if they did, it wasn't enforced. The NBA is fine. And there were, you know, there's been plenty of talk about the NBA where it, could be up to 80% at one point in time of the guys. I don't know if you saw the last dance, the Michael Jordan thing. He kind of ratted out his team from his rookie year, went into the room, and the whole team was there <laughs> doing coke and banging girls, and everybody was just doing cocaine and drinking. You know, So I think drugs, this is an interesting topic because drugs are a really big part of sports. And I think when you talk about baseball, think about drugs and how big of a big of an impact they've had, right? Yeah, um, and it, it's it's interesting today because you know you give a, you're giving the players you're letting them smoke smoke weed, and um, 
in you go back to like the 80s when everybody was doing coke in the 70s when they're all popping greenies and everything and that stuff's just so much more dangerous and it was not legal either um an argument i often get with into uh, people with when i say well henry aaron used peds as well and uh, no i'm not saying a greenie is um uh, the same as taking Andro or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, it was banned at the time. It was a, I, I forget the class, a class three, whatever the bad one is, I can't recall, controlled substance. And I've I've looked this stuff up, and it's it's true. It was ju- just as illegal as taking steroids were in the um, '90s when Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, et al. were all taking steroids. But Major League Baseball just didn't test for it. And when they did test for it, they didn't have punishments in place or anything. They didn't. I just think throughout the time of the game, think of all the guys that were injured. So Mickey Mantle, I don't know what he was popping, but he was a he was always a drunk. But the pain that he was in, he basically had to be drunk all day long to kill the pain. Did you ever see the photo of Mantle um, wrapping his legs before a game? Yes. It was horrific looked like um, a hockey player with all the shit that he put on <laughs> seriously and he was just broken by the end of his career completely broken you know uh while while we're on the mickey mantle thing want to talk about my favorite letter ever <laughs> oh i do want to talk about your favorite letter ever yeah i would like to let's hear uh, it all right here let me pull it up uh Hold on. Take your time. It's all good. You want me to tell my Ozzy Guillen story while you do that? Yeah, do that. Okay, no, just fake it. laugh once. I know you think the thing is funny, but if you're busy, just fake laugh so at least there's some atmosphere here, okay? <laughs> so anyways. I think I fake laugh at you most of the time. I know, and I don't care. Hey, I just believe it. Believe it, you know? That's all I'll do. I'll just believe it. So I'm trying to think of the year. It must have been 2008 or 2009. So I'm out in Chicago covering the the uh windy city classic and these this game is in on the south side and that day giovanni soto of the chicago cubs at the time was suspended for smoking marijuana he got busted for that and they ended up suspending him so me being the brash young reporter that i was i didn't give a shit i would ask anybody any question so ozzy Gian, if you've never been to an ozzy Gian presser if you've never seen one uh, before the game in the dugout. The ones after the game are different. The ones before the game in the dugout, he's just dropping. He's got the worst mouth. I thought you and me had bad mouths. Ozzy Gian blows us out of the water. Just dis- a horrible, disgusting mouth. Fuck this, fuck that, motherfucker, cocksucker, motherfucker. And then he throws in a preposition here, there. But I asked Ozzy, I said, Ozzy, and you ever smoke weed, man? It's like, no, I never smoked weed, man. You know what they do back in Venezuela? Because Ozzy's from Venezuela. He goes, you know what they do in Venezuela to guys that get busted with weed? And I was like, no, what do they do with them? He goes, they chop your fucking head off with a machete and play soccer with it. (laughs) And and I I was just like, what am I going to say to that? Okay, (laughs) I buy it, man. You never smoked weed. That's the punishment. Could you imagine if that was the punishment for smoking weed in America? I, I, I don't think people would be smoking weed. No, I, I would not even touch the thing. I would find something else. Salvia, I don't know. What do you uh, got for Mickey Mantle, pal? You got so, any Mantle stats after this, too, or do you want me to give you some? Uh, I could probably pull some, but Good, uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you got as well. Okay. Um, so uh, 
Mantle got this letter from the Yankees celebrating the 50th anniversary of Yankee Stadium in 1973. And um, I'm not going to read the entire letter. We can post it. But um, they basically at the end of it, they said, um, thanks for your cooperation. We are looking forward to seeing you. Um, basically, he's saying, like, you don't have a choice. You're going to be here. And um, Mantle responded to the two questions on the questionnaire. The first one was, I consider the following my outstanding experience at Yankee Stadium. Mantle says, I got a blowjob under the right field bleachers by the Yankee bullpen. <laughs> now, I want to point out, he put a comma after bleachers. So he didn't get blown by the Yankees bullpen. Oh, my God. And um, then the follow-up is, the event occurred on or about. Give as much detail as you can. He said, it was about the third or fourth inning. I had a pulled groin and couldn't fuck at the time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> she was a... <laughs> oh, this is terrible. She was a very nice girl and asked me what to do with the cum after oh, I came in her mouth. I said, don't ask me. I'm no cocksucker. <laughs> Signed, Mickey Mantle, the all-American boy. That is spectacular. All right, you want my Mickey Mantle stats? Let's go. I'm, I'll give you Spader's Hold stats. Hold on, do I have to do uh, Holden's No, stats. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for because you're going to do your stats for the one. I just want to, I think you've even done this before. I just wanted to compare Mickey Mantle to Mike Trout again because Mike Trout, I mean, Barry Bonds is the best player I've ever seen. Mike Trout's creeping up on him. Uh, and both these guys made their debut at 19 years old. Both of them struggled when they came up. Both of them came back and just raked. And they played almost like, the same amount of games Mantle played 67 more games in that same period of time. Um, he had nine more home runs. So the, his OPS was 1,000, so point, 1.006, and Trout's 990. OPS plus, 176 Mantle, 175 for Trout. Offensive war, Trout has a higher war, 63.3 to 59.8, and a higher defensive war as well. So the war is higher. But we watch Mike Trout, and I just say he's the best player of the game, and it's not even close. That's what Mickey Mantle was during his era. Yeah, um, absolutely. And something else on Mantle, uh, as far as Trout goes, I, I have done that several times, and I've gone down to the game on those. Wow. And um, something on Mantle is I, I think it's fascinating. He doesn't get enough uh, credit for it. We talked about him wrapping his legs and everything. He was a hell of a base runner. And um, he had once said, you know, if I knew 30-30 was going to be a thing, I'd have done it every single season. Um, here you go. Mantle had five seasons, and this goes to show with this. Mantle had five seasons in which he led the Yankees in steals, but he had fewer than 15 stolen bases each of the time. Hmm. Like, they just didn't run. No, it's, they it's didn't. A, and now they're, now they're back to not doing it again. Fascinating. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. Here, I'll give you your um, one more on uh, Mantle, and then I'll give you the Trout numbers. Spaders, stats, stats. So here's your players with at least 400 home runs, 
and of course Mantle had 500 and what 21 mm-hmm. uh, 400 homers and 100 assists from center field and um, three of the names you could guess the other two might surprise you and I think they both should be in the Hall of Fame you got Mantle Willie Mays Ken Griffey Jr. and then the other two Andrew Jones and Carlos Beltran wow Carlos Beltran and Andrew Jones he was good too a guest of the walk-off <laughs> yeah I enjoyed talking with him too a lot so you got um trout through 1199 career games batted uh 305 419 581 and of course that's trout's career games right now so Mantle through the same span 312 so he's got him an average by seven 427 so he's got him an on base percentage by eight and then 573, Trout's got him in slugging by eight. The exact same OPS. Amazing. Truly amazing. Really is. All right, buddy. That was good. I uh, really enjoyed a nice little show like that. Covered everything. Manfred and Weed and Mickey Mantle and Mike Trout. What else do you need from baseball? The draft. Yeah, uh, Are you any interested in the draft? Uh, a little bit, but um, I, I'm... I'm kind of turned off by the way that Major League Baseball, what they're doing to these these kids. They're, they're taking such a joy from so many kids who would have otherwise gotten drafted this time around, and it just kills me because I'm still holding out. I I think I'm going to get drafted still, um, but uh, my you know I've gone 13 in a row now without getting selected, and I, I think my chance is running out. But um, I'll tell you one quick story on that is I tweeted, uh, I think it was two years ago, that I was like, damn, 11 years in a row and I didn't get drafted. I'm starting to think I might not have a chance. And Wade Boggs uh, quote tweeted that and said, don't you ever give up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you ever give up. You don't ever give up either, okay? Your dream could still become a reality. Get on a nice cocktail. Get really big, work on your hand-eye, I, I've, I, I told you, I've taken that stuff before, man. Yeah, I know, but do more of it. No, I was benching 435 pounds at a buck 85. That was so a amazing. brick shit house. You really, you benched 435? 435. I, oh I, I, when I was at Penn State, I actually held, I was on the powerlifting team for uh, two years, and I held the um, uh, state uh, record, and maybe even the national record for a little while. Dude, for I my have weight, no idea. Weight, weight class, of course. What a stud. I got a plaque. I'll send you a picture. Well, now, how many push-ups can you do at once? Um, Right now, probably like 150, 160 straight. I I just went from being out of shape as shit. I did. I was at uh, struggling to do 20, and now I'm at 52. So that's a month. I'm going to try to get to 100 within the next three months. I'm going to send you one of my push-up workouts. I I do. I have a couple workouts where I'll do anywhere between 500 and 2,500, and it's fucking boring because that's all you're doing but um uh i i'll send it to you modified so you don't do quite as many well thank you very much i appreciate that what is it like downward dog push-up do it on one no 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 it's all regular push-ups you could do one arm push-ups right damn straight yeah stud all right (laughs) we're gonna uh get out of here make sure you rate and review us if you're listening we'd really appreciate that 
five-star review on the old iTunage. Uh, if you can review us anywhere else, by all means, go do so. Five-star review. Tell us how much you love us and give us your favorite walk-off. I still think that's kind of cool. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. For The Ace of Spader, Ryan Spader, and follow him on Twitter at The Ace of Spader, S-P-A-E-D-R. You're not um, related to the Andrew Spader, are you? The movie no, actor? No, I, I, I think it's James Spader. James Spader, there you go. And he spells his name differently. Oh, he does? I have in mind S-P-A-E-D-E-R, and yep. that A-E is a, a German diphthong uh, I discovered. He is just S-P-A-D-E-R. So, anyways, follow him on Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to do with him. I'm at Holden Radio, and we'll catch you later.